We are on the Chazayin Amad Aleph, 12 lines from the top, the second word on the line. Now, yesterday we spent time explaining the Tanah de Baby Yishmael that the truth is yesterday, both Abaya and Rava learned that the Tanah de Yishmael was limiting the Tuma of garments uh, to wool and linen. Today, Abaya says that that Tanah de Yishmael is in contradiction to a different Tanah de Baby Yishmael. Amr Abaya, Abaya said, Hi, Tana de Baby Ishmael, the one we learned yesterday, Mefik, it comes, it excludes Me'idach Tana de Baby Ishmael, it excludes the other Tana de Baby Ishmael that we're about to learn today. Why? Because that one yesterday said that Tuma of garments is limited only to wool and linen. But this one we learned, the Tana de Baby Ishmael, we learned, Beged, when it came to say, when it came by Tuma of Shratzim, it said, Beged a garment, Ainli Ela Beged Semer Pishtim, I would think that that's only a garment of wool and linen, Minayin Larabo Semer Gamalim. From where do I know that we had, I can include also, camel hair, samar novim, uh, uh, rabbit hair, notes notes shall ease him. Really, it would be what goat hair, but it uses the word notes like a feather because 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 goat hair is apparently plucked rather than sheared. Vashirim, and how do we know to include also shearing? Vakolach, vasrikim, these different times of different types of silk. Talmud Lomar, the pasuk says by the tumah of shratzim, o beged. That extra word, o beged or beged. So that Tanah Bishmael learns that the word o beged for the tumah of shratzim includes other materials besides wool and linen. That's what Abayah said. So Abayah says these two Tanah Bishmaels are disagreeing. Rav Amar, Rav says, no, they're not disagreeing. Ki lesle lach the Tanah that we learned yesterday, that limited Tuma only to wool and linen. When did he say that? Pardon me. Ki lesle lach Tanah When is it true that that Tanah doesn't hold um Tuma by other materials, shalosh al shalosh. It's only when those things are that very minimal size of three finger breasts by three finger breasts. It's too small to be valuable, only to a very poor person. Shalosh al shalosh. But when it comes to uh, when it comes to a cloth that's three by three hand breasts, which has value even to a wealthy person, islay, then even the Tanah Baby Shmuel holds that it can become tummy with other materials. So he says there's no contradiction. Both of the Tanah Baby Shmuels hold that other materials can become tummy by two Shratzim. The only thing it is, it has to be at least three by three Tefachim. Now, this is a problem because yesterday, if you recall, Rava said that it was a Rishimah Lazar who held that position, and he held that Tamei Rishmael held absolutely that nothing becomes Tamei with the tomb of a God name other than, uh, uh, other than wool and linen. So the says, wait a minute, how Rava who demarsh lo shal shalosh b'shav a Lazar islay, the Tamei Rishmael leslay. Come on, yesterday it was, Rava, it was Rava himself who said that the idea of three by three hand breasts by other materials becoming tummy was the exclusive opinion of Rabbi Shimon Lazar, but not of the Tanabi Shmuel. So how can he say today that as the Tanabi Shmuel agrees that three by three hand breasts by other materials becomes tummy the tomb of Shratzim? So the Gemara has two answers. One answer is Hadabi Rabbi Mehi. The first answer is, yeah, Rabbi, Rabbi reneged. He doesn't hold that anymore. He changed his mind. He holds differently about the Tanabi Shmuel. According to that, it, it, it simply would come out that, that everyone agrees that other materials, once they're three by three hand breasts, can become tummy by or I can say another thing, the truth is that Rava never said it. It was a mistake. It was really Rav Papa who said this, who said this opinion, i.e. that the Tanah Bishmael that we learned yesterday would agree that you can have Tumah of Shratzim by other materials. Now, it's not exactly the same because he's not limiting it to the three by three. Okay, now let's look at the opinion of Rav Papa. What is he going to say? How is he going to do it? And we're going to, we're going to have several opinions of reinterpretation of this original Tanah Bishmael. Rav Papa Omar, what did Rav Papa Say, you're making a mistake. When you read yesterday the Tanah Bishmael, and he said, just like by Tzoras, it's only Tzemer and Pishtin, it's only 
wool and linen. Also, everything is only wool and linen. You learned also everything coming to include what? Also, all all, all other all, all other tumas of, of Begadim are only Tzemer Pishri. He says, no, he's not saying that at all. Really, what other tumas of Begadim can work with other materials? That's not that's not the case. That's only that that's that has to do with that has to do with Saras. Rather what? What rather what? Rav Papa said when 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 the Bratan Bishmael said, just like by Tsaras, it's wool and linen, he made to say what? Also other things are only wool and linen. He came to include Latuy Klaim. He only came to say, but he only came to say by the rule of shotnays of not wearing mixed species. He want you to know that the mixed species that are forbidden are limited to wool and linen. Only a mixture of wool and linen is forbidden, and not a mixture of other materials. So he never even spoke about the tomb of Bugadim. Of course, it's possible that that the tomb of Shratzim, for example, can can be tummy with other materials, and that, even though they're not wool and linen, because the limitation of the Tanya Shmuel was coming to say that just like by Tzaras it's wool and linen, also by the by the by not having nothing to do with tumah, having to do with the prohibition of not wearing mixed species, it's only wool and linen. He says, get out of here. He says, Kilai magic CBB. What are you talking about? When it mix, 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 mixtures of mixtures of mixed species wearing, it's explicit that it says that it says wool and linen. Lo silba shot they semer Don't wear shot they semer pishin together. <laughs> Why would the Torah Mishra have to tell me that it's that the, that the prohibition is limited to wool, mixture of wool and linen when it says explicitly don't wear shot wool and linen? Where it says, no, I'll tell you why, because that's not the only Pasuk. So, I think that only comes to wearing, where it says wool and linen. There's another Pasuk that talks about just putting it upon yourself in Asr, and I would think there that any two things are forbidden. It's a different story. When it came to wearing it, where, 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 where it said it, that's where the Torah limited to what? To wool and linen. But since I would think by Ha'olah, when it comes to when it comes to uh, putting it upon yourself, that it would be any two materials. It could be cotton. It could be silk. It could be anything else. Therefore, what the Torah to tell me that what that just like by tzoras, it's limited to one linen. Also by shatnes, not only by wearing it, but even by just placing it upon yourself, it's it's limited to wool and linen. The Gemara says, "Get out of here." That is an impossible, impossible. Uh, statement of Rav Papa, because there's no reason in the world why why the Tanabe Rishmael would have to tell me that that the the prohibition of mixed species, even by displacing yourself, is limited to wool and linen. Why? It's a, it's a clear, logical deduction. When it comes to wearing the where the whole body is getting benefit, you're truly benefiting, you're wearing the garment on yourself, and the whole body is getting benefit of the mixed species. Amra, the Torah said, it said wool and linen. Specifically, in other words, where the whole body gets pleasure, the Torah was lenient and said that the whole prohibition is only wool and linen. It said, it said, and anything else, no. When it comes to placing it upon your body, isn't it all the more so? The other, uh, uh, we're just placing it all the more so? If when your whole body gets pleasure, you're limited to only wool and linen, where you're barely getting pleasure, you're just putting it upon yourself, isn't it for sure that it's limited to only wool and linen? It's not going to be an extended prohibition of all, all species? So you have to tell me there to limit it? There'd be no reason why you think you shouldn't limit it. Ella, rather what the Gemara says, you're right. Rav Papa Baduci, this Rav Papa is absolutely imaginary. There's, it, it can't be. It's absolutely, uh, we have to just ignore it completely. He, 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 he never said it. If he said it, we reject it. Okay, so that, that was an explanation. So therefore we have now, we have now the explanation of Abaya and the proposed explanation of Rava. 
Nachman says, I'll deal another way with this apparent contradiction between the two Tanabe Bishmaels, he says. He says, Afkol, again, I'll tell you that the Tanabe Bishmael that we learned yesterday is not contradicting the one that we learned today that said by, by Shratzim, other materials can become Tanabe. No. Nachman Yitzhak Amar, Afkol, he says, again, the Tanabe Bishmael of yesterday, wasn't saying, just like by Tsaras, when it comes to Tumor Begadim, we always limit it to woolen linen. He's, no, he's saying just like, he's not saying that. Rather, he's saying just like by Tsaras, you're limited to woolen linen. Also, when it comes to, when it says Big Day, a garment, by Tzitzis, it's referring to a garment's only of woolen linen. In other words, only a garment of wool or a garment of linen, you are obligated to put Tzitzis on. Where says, get out of here. <laughs> How can you tell me that you're, that who would need, who would need, the same thing we learned before, a similar, similar question. How can you tell me that the Tanah Bishma has to let me know that Tzitzis is limited to wool and linen garments? Tzitzis it's written explicitly, or almost explicitly, by the adjacency of the Psukim. It says, though Silba Shatnei Semer Pishtin, it tells me that I cannot wear Shatnei's, uh, a combination of wool and linen together. Uksiv, it's written, Gedim Taselacha, make yourself Tzitzis. So you see what? The Tzitzis is the same thing as what came before. It's only wool garments and linen garments, just like Shatnei's. Gemara says, Gemara says, Gemara says, no. He says, there, it, it's not true. There is a, we can defend Rav Nachman. There's a good reason to believe that the first time, but, but I'm sorry, if I didn't explain before, so the Rav Nachman also said there's no contradiction. Like, like, like I tried to say, it's quite possible that other materials can become tame with Tuma of Shratzim, but the Tanah Bishmael was not coming to, to limit Tuma of Gadim to wool and linen. It was coming to limit, just like, just like wool and linen were limited by, by Tzoras, also wool and linen by, by the obligation of Tzitzis. So he said, I, we said, one second, we said Tzitzis, we said, just to summarize, sorry, just to summarize, so then we said, one second, but Tzitzis is explicit, so why don't you say, because of the adjacency of the Psukim, so why would the Tanah Bebishma have to tell me that Tzitzis is limited to wool garments and linen garments when it's essentially explicit in the verses? The answer is, no, it's not that explicit. The Tanah Bebishma says, because I could have learned that adjacency differently. I could have learned, I would have, I could have thought to learn like Rava, the, the Rava Rami, because Rava also found, Rava explained this adjacency differently, he found it to be contradictory. The Rava Rami, he, he Found the contradiction between two psukim. Ksiva kanaf. It's written the corner of your garment, which is extra, and therefore I learned min kanaf, which I learned that what that the tzitzis, the fringes have to be the same material as the garment. If you're wearing a garment of silk, you have to have silk tzitzis. A garment of cotton, you have to have cotton tzitzis. Ksiva, it's also written semer pishtim yachtav that after it says wool and linen together. Which really implies that the tzitzes are always made out of wool or of linen. So make up your mind. Is it whatever the garment is you can use tzitzes or a dafka the tzitzes have to be made out of wool and linen? Okay, so how do I explain myself? In other words, that, how, do I, how do I resolve this contradiction? On the one hand, it sounds like I can use any, any material as long as it's the material of the garment. And the other hand, it says that I have to make the tzitzes out of wool or linen specifically. So he says, Semru Pishtin, when it comes to wool and linen, potrim bein bemina bein shemeshalomina. Semru Pishtin can exempt whether it's their species or whether not their species. Shaminim, but other species like silk, etc., or cotton, beminim potrim, when it comes to known species, they exempt. Shalominim potrim, but it's not their species, they do not exempt. So notice he learns that the resolution between these two things is as follows. Wool and linen are wild cards. They, wool and linen scissors can be put on any type of garment. Wool can be put on wool, wool can be put on silk, wool can be put on cotton, wherever you want. But uh, and, and the same thing with linen. But when it comes to other materials, they can work for their own material. Cotton work for cotton, silk can work for silk, but silk can't work for cotton, cotton can't work for silk. So, so now we're answering the question 
Why is it that the Tanabishmael has to come to tell me that to come to tell me that tzitzis are only garments of wool and linen? Because because I could have learned that adjacency, not like the Tanabishmael learns it, not, not, not like we just learned it, that tzitzis, that the adjacency of the Psukim tells me that tzitzis are only wool and Megadim. I could learn that the adjacency of the Psukim tells me, Kidaraba, that what just like Kidaraba, like Rabba learned, that wool and linen are wild cards, can work for anything, as opposed to other materials that can only work for their own for their own species. Therefore, the Tanabishmael. Tell me, no, I don't learn the psukim like Rabbah. I learn the psukim this way. I learn. I I, I learn the psukim. I, I don't learn the psukim like Rabbah that that all garments are obligated, and and we just have a, we just have a, a problem of what type of sits to put upon them. And we have to learn that just like just like by. Uh, tzaras, we're limited to wool and linen. Also, by the obligation of tzitzis, we're limited in obligation to garments that are made out of wool or garments that are made out of linen. Good. So that's the that's another explanation to make it so that the two Tadebe Rishmael's are not contradictory. Both of them say that that other materials can be can have the tumma of Begadim when it comes to Shratzim. And the first Tadebe Rishmael was only coming to tell me that just like by Tsaras, we're limited to wool and linen, also with the obligation of Tzitzis, we're limited to wool and linen. Now, Amrav Achab read the Rabbi Ravashi. He has a beautiful kasha. He says, Let me ask you a question. The Tadebe Rishmael, he said, This Tadebe Rishmael, the way we've explained it now, according to Rav Nachman, my Shnalinian tumma. Why was it when it came to Tuma, the Marbi Sharbagadim? The way we're learning what? The Siva Begad, the way you learned it now, everywhere, the whole both the Tanabishmaels, he's learning what? That Tuma, even though it said wool and linen by Tsaras, nevertheless, when it came since by since by Shratzim, it said O Begad, that amplification, or the Begad, that extra word, he what and he learned that other materials can be included. Hachanami, so the even though so he, he included other materials, even though it said wool and linen. It said wool and linen when it came to when it came to Tsaras. Nevertheless, when it came to Shratzim, since it said O Beged, he contradicted the limitation of Tzemer, of, Tzemer, of the explicit Zerapishna because he had amplification of O. Hachanami, then why, by Tzitzis, why don't you do the same thing? Name of the Rabbo Shabagadim, Mashat Tchasabah. Since it's an amplification by Tzitzis, it also says what? It says Ashet that you'll put upon, that you'll cover yourself with, which sounds like an amplification. You cover yourself, whatever, anything you cover yourself with, not necessarily wool and linen. Why why don't you learn the same thing? Learn unlearn other materials. Even though, even though on the one hand you had the adjacency of wool and linen, but since it said that you put upon yourself, I should put upon yourself, so learn that to include not just garments of wool and linen, but anything you cover yourself with, in contradiction to the to the words wool and linen. Very good question. So the Gemara answers, don't worry. I'll tell you why they don't do it. Because that ashetachasaba, it's true, it's an amplification, but it's an amplification. That they use for something else. They do. They do include something. But instead of including other materials, they include something else, and therefore it's not free to include other materials. What is it that they include? Here are the answers. That that amplification that you'll cover yourself with comes to include the garment of a blind man. It's coming to include the garment of a blind man. The Tanya, because we learn or you should see it. That comes to exclude that you would that, that comes to exclude a pajamas, a, a garment that's specifically for night. Something that you see, you see. So they, you don't see nighttime garments. Atomer the one second. You want to tell me that seeing comes to exclude a nighttime garment? Maybe you should say that it's coming to exclude the garment of a blind man who, who Rachmanus doesn't see. We said no. Since we have the amplification where it says that you cover yourself with an inclusion, that's coming to include the garment of a blind man.
The Gemara says, one second, what do I do with the exclusion of that you see it as opposed to something? Prat, that comes to exclude the slide that excludes the nighttime garment that you don't see. Now, one second. Let's, take, let's understand what we just said. We said, you see it, that comes to exclude something, something you don't see. That you put upon yourself comes to include something. So why did you, now, the only thing is, I have to ask you a question. That's a toss-up. Since you have two things that are eligible, you have a blind man's garment or a nighttime garment. So they're both eligible to be excluded, both eligible to, him, to be included. Mara Is, why did you, Mara Isa, why did you see fit the Rabba Suma to include the garment of a blind man uh, uh, because of the Pasuk Asher Techasa, to exclude the garment of uh, the nighttime garment because of Reisim? You could, you could, do, you could have just as well done the opposite. You could have included the nighttime garment because of Asher Techasa, and you could have excluded the garment of a blind man from Reisim. Gemara says, I'll tell you why, because it makes sense. Suma, it makes sense if you're going to amplify something to include, I should include the garment of a blind man. Why? Because it's still seen by other people. So ironically, the garment of a blind man, even though he doesn't see it, but it's more seen than pajamas, because, because other people see it. But I, if I'm going to exclude it, it makes sense to exclude the nighttime garment. Other people also don't see it. The wearer doesn't see it, other people don't see it. So ironically, the garment of a blind man is more seen than a nighttime garment. So therefore, in a toss-up of what to include and what to exclude, I include the garment of a blind man, and I exclude the garment of night. Now, the only thing is, the only thing is, so now we answer very nicely. So he said, why is it that, which we asked the Kasha, why doesn't the Tanabe Bishmael include from Asher Techasa? Why doesn't he include other materials? You told me, ah, because he, because Asher Techasa, that amplification, he used to include the garment of a blind man, so it's not free to include other materials. So I said, one second. Let's say it comes to include other things. Why did you, you choose what you chose? Why did you choose to include the garment of a blind man? Leave that out, and, and, include, and leave, leave out the garment of a blind man. Leave out the garment of night. Leave out everything, and with Asher Techasa include other materials as opposed to wool and linen. Gemara says, Ms. Tavra, no, because it makes sense. Very similar to the way we answered before. If it's a toss-up between, between including, amplifying the garment of a blind man or amplifying other, other materials, it makes more sense to include the garment of a blind man and not to include other materials. Why, Ms. Tavra, it makes sense. Because we were talking about wool and linen by Tzitzis, it makes sense to include something that's already wool and linen, namely what? The wool or linen garment of a blind man. Okay, but if I'm talking about wool and linen, does it make sense that I should include other materials? Garments of other materials? Why should I do, if I have a choice, why should I let the amplification directly contradict what I was talking about? If I was talking about wool and linen, if I have a choice, let me take a garment of a, of a, of a blind man that's also only wool or linen uh, and say it's obligated in tzitzis as opposed, to, as opposed to directly contradicting my context and saying that we're including other materials. Okay. Abayim wants to comment on what we learned yesterday and compare it to another opinion. Rav Shimon told us that schach, the only plant material that is disqualified for schach because it's eligible to become tameh, is flax. And you notice he didn't say a garment of flax, he just said flax, which sounds like even, uh, even unspun of flax, and even a bundle of flax, even though it's not called a garment, and it wouldn't be eligible for the tumah of Shratzim, which says beged, but since it is eligible to become, to have the tumah of tzaras, of leprosy, because leprosy says shesi ve'erev, the warp of the woof, which says even the barely, most most barely processed flax is eligible to become tameh. So over here also, when it comes to sukkah, since it's eligible to become tameh for the tumah of 
tsaras, of leprosy, it is also disqualified from sukkah. This opinion is shared by Sumchas, and that's what Abaya wants to tell us. Amr Abaya, Abaya said, Rav Shimon Lazar, Rav Sumchas, Amr Davrechad. Both Rav Shimon Lazar and Sumchas said the same thing that when it comes to flax, it's ineligible for sukkah since it's since it's ineligible, since it is eligible to become tummy for. Saras, even though it's not eligible to become Tami for Shratzim. Rav Shimon Lazar, what we just said, like we just explained, the, the Brisa that we learned yesterday, Sumchas, where did Sumchas say the same thing? The Tanya, because we learned in a Brisa, Sumchas Omer, Sumchas says, if a person used for, put Schach on their Sukkah with spun uh, linen threads, Psula, it is disqualified. It's no good. Why? Since it becomes Tame for Tzara, since it's eligible, even though it's not eligible to become Tame at that state for Shratzim, which needs a Beged, nevertheless, it is disqualified and no good for Schach. And Rashi explains that even though Sumchas uh, said spun threads, the truth is that Sumchas agrees that even bundles of flax are uh, eligible to become tame uh, for tzaras. So why did he say spun? Because the chance is that spun means that is so processed that even if it wasn't bleached, it's already eligible to become tame, which is not the case when it comes to bundles. Even though they even though they're not spun, they can become tame, but they have to at least be bleached. But so therefore, so therefore Sumchas holds not only by threads, but even by un, even by bundles of flax, they're disqualified from schach because they're eligible to become tummy so long as they have been bleached. So the Gemara wants to know, okay, but show me a Tana that says such a thing. So the Gemara says, Kiman, who did the Baya say this? Like, where do we where do we see a Tana that really holds that uh, even bundles of flax are eligible to become tummy for Tzaras? Kihai Tana, like we learned, like Rabbi Huda, we're going to see in one second. The Tanam because we learned. We said the warp or the woof uh, threads of the warp of the woof can become t- uh, can become tame immediately uh, for tzaras once they've been spun. Once they've been spun, divrei Rabbi Meir. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda Meir says, listen, it depends. Hashasi, when it comes to woolen, when it comes to woolen threads from the warp. Uh, they are eligible to become tummy when you take them out of the bleaching pot. The arev and the and the and the uh, crosswise the the woof threads miad they can become they can become tummy immediately once they've been spun. shall pish them, but when it comes to flax, the bundles of flax mishislabnu once they were bleached. No, the second they come out of the oven, they've been bleached. They're eligible to become tummy. This is the opinion that we're attributing both to Sumchus and to Reb Shimon ben Alazar. And we'll do the Mishnah tomorrow. People who are at the live class, I didn't do the Mishnah so well this morning, and stay tuned for tomorrow. I'll do it properly. Be'ezus Hashem.